Hello everyone, welcome to the Mirrors Made From Scratch podcast. The aim of the podcast is to share and discuss all things nutrition, menopause and fitness with you. We're huge believers in consuming foods that will benefit and nourish our overall mental and physical health and I can't wait to share insightful knowledge with some amazing guest speakers. Hello, today we are talking to Kate Hartley and I am really, really excited uh, to be speaking to Kate today. I've been following her on Instagram for a little while now and she has some really useful content and information um, and shares quite a lot of her journey, which I'm going to be really interested to to hear more about and to share with all of you. Um, And today I think we're going to be talking and focusing on... um, the importance of fitness during menopause and how it can help to relieve symptoms and make you feel stronger, healthier and happier, which if any of you know me is literally my mantra um, and uh, something I believe wholeheartedly in. So Kate, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And thanks for inviting me along. So Kate, let it, let, please tell our, our listeners uh, who you are, what you do, a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm a single mum. I've got, I'm in my, uh, how old? I'm 51, brain fog, there you go. Um, <laughs> don't we forget our age? Do you forget your age? I'm totally, totally. remembering how old I am. So I, I all the time. I'm older, and then it's just like a relief yes. to look in my passport and remind myself yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I keep adding on a couple of years here and there, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, but no, I, I, um, I run a psychotherapy and hypnotherapy and sports massage therapy business alongside an online health and fitness business and um, went through I, I went through menopause quite early and found that went to the doctor I think I was just feeling emotional I think that's why I went and mm. um, I, th- I think it's, it's quite a while ago now but I, I think I just went and I was having heavier periods than I would normally have and I just knew something was off and menopause was never even mentioned and they were going to put me on on antidepressants and sleeping tablets and it's just like I'm not depressed this this is not depression and I'm not you know I my I'm struggling with my sleep because I used to get terrible terrible night sweats and um yeah. but I knew it wasn't I knew it, I didn't need sleeping pills and I didn't need antidepressants and that really was the beginning of my voyage of discovery mm. and uh since then I sort of realized how important it is to really focus on using food as fuel to reduce our symptoms but also fitness and how beneficial that is for our mental health as well as our physical health i i work out because of my mental health yeah the physical bits are a great extra but you know if your brain's not on board the rest of it you might as well forget no gosh do you know what kate i'm listening to you and what's what is sad is that it is such a familiar story for so many people Um, who are our age, um, who have gone through this, um, this whole thing of the journey, it's almost identical, isn't it, which is which is so sad in a way, where you were not heard, you were not listened to, but also that there was a lack of information within the medical profession to be able to help you. I mean, you, you, again like myself you've kind of you seem to have navigated your way through it and found out but how did you where did you find the information in the end how did you help yourself in this way I use myself as a guinea pig um I lost my dad uh quite a few years ago now and I remember when I was I, and I also went through a divorce at the same time 
gosh it really was sort of like piling on the pressure and then I also represented myself in court during my divorce because I didn't want somebody else doing a deal a backroom deal on them you know on um with my with can't even think of the word again brain fog but you know I I didn't want somebody doing a deal on my behalf without me having thought actually this is the deal that I'm happy with so I went I learned all about having to represent myself and dad was dying and it was a really really torrid time and um I had my my children were three and five at the time and it was it was just awful so Mm. I would at that stage I was um trade oh I'd become a sports massage therapist because I just googled one day I said what's the best career what's the most rewarding career anyone could have and massage therapist popped up and I thought well I I like anatomy I like in you know I like sports I'd always I'd been a ballet dancer I broke my neck so that put paid to my ballet dancing career um when I sort of got a lot better I then went into martial arts and really enjoyed martial arts and you know there's a lot of I think with martial arts there's a lot of discipline involved in that and mm. because it martial arts appeal appeal to people who probably cannot afford to join the gyms and yes. you know it's it's very much the the sort of the boxing community and the, the yeah. almost like the fight community but they're a really great bunch of people and I absolutely thrived doing that I absolutely loved it but then realized that as I was getting older my joints were aching that there were there weren't many well I was the only girl doing it and we were doing some fairly heavy duties Krav Maga is Israeli close combat fighting wow. I broke my nose for the second time and it was just like oh I'm not entirely sure um and so but I, during all this time I realized that doing the exercise made me feel a lot better so you know it might be that I'd had a, a scary solicitor's letter come through the post on a Friday morning so they always did it on a Friday so that always. you always that's just terrible. About why do they do that yeah oh god it's Awful. just like so oh I just hate I hate the way the whole legal system is set up in fact actually I started to create a series um about getting divorced well not not yeah. allowing the the negativity of the the solicitors and the legal mm. people to to put their spin on it because all they you know the longer it goes on the more they earn and yes. I, I, it just frustrated me so much so yeah I realized that I would I had a rowing machine and by working out it yes. just made me feel better even the dad the day my dad died I knew he was really poorly I I made myself get on my rowing machine I didn't know he was going to die that day it was quite no. unexpected when it actually happened but it I don't know it just gave me back a sense of control and yeah. because because it was helping me eat at those stress hormones, it made me understand that I was actually doing something positive for myself, despite yeah. the chaos that was going around on uh, on around me. Yeah. Um, it just made me feel like I was in the driving se- driving seat of my life rather than being pushed around by other people and other other circumstances. Yeah. And and through th- as a result of that, um, I then went on to. I, I then wanted to study body language because I wanted to understand it in the courtroom. Um, and it made me realize how fake even the judges are. It was, mm-hmm. I, I just, it was soul destroying actually, when you yeah. look at the legal system. Yeah. And, um, but I, that got me on the path to psychotherapy and hypnotherapy. And so the whole mind element came into that, but that was always underpinned by this keep, keep keeping fit, keep moving your body, keep getting yeah. strong, you know we have a duty to ourselves to take responsibility for our health both our mental health and our physical health and the way society is it allows us to get flabby and weak in our brains and our bodies because 
the, the less you do for yourself, it's almost encouraged so that you, you, you know, if you stay at home and don't do anything and you've got disability benefits, I, I know a lot of people require the disability benefits, but there's a lot of people out there screwing the system over mm-hmm. and it's designed in such a way that they can get away with it. And that to me is so frustrating. It's just like, don't moan about your lot. Um, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. And we really do have to take responsibility for our life. Yeah. And that includes our mental health and our physical health. And by just doing a small amount of exercise most days, it, it is the best place to start. I'm absolutely convinced of it. Yeah. No, Kate, you're, you know, there are so many points that you've raised there that are so useful for people to understand but just listening to your journey um resonates um enormously with me and in fact we should probably have a we'll have a conversation offline for sure um but um looking back through my life I don't think there was ever a time where I didn't move and Mm -hmm. and I didn't do some form of exercise and activity um now I I come from an Asian background where exercise and activity was like what, what do you mean you know what does that even yeah. do you mean what do you mean you're going to play netball what does that what does that do sit down and study you know um, yeah. it just had no there was no equation no relevance to exercise and movement and mental health and I remember going through many many of the struggles from being bullied to exactly the same as yourself you know the loss of my father my father uh, passing away my divorce all of the stuff that was going on. Um, not, not once did I let go of that exercise or activity didn't have to necessarily be every day, but it was a focal point of my life where I knew that was where I was going to go. And that was what I was going to do. And that was my enormous, um, release of stress. So you, you know, you're, you're, you're totally like, right. And, and, and what's interesting is that you are by the by the very conversation that we're having and from what I can see, you know, you you are a, a, a fiercely independent, hugely intelligent woman who is very much a doer. You know, you're you're very much going to kind of resolve and have solutions as opposed to think about, you know, this is all kind of um, you know, sit there and kind of let it all um, consume you. Um, but it's I think what what is important for people and for our listeners perhaps to understand is that there is a, there is actual physiological things that are happening in our body which are going to but when we exercise that actually help to shift that mindset aren't there there are chemical changes that are happening it's not just about um it, it, you know it's not just us saying it it is actually our body also doing it is that is that right kate yeah, I mean, when you look at like cortisol levels, so one of our stress hormones, as, as particularly as we go through the menopause, uh, as our estrogen levels fall, we have greater levels of cortisol in the body. And cortisol also in, is when our cortisol levels are uh, spiked, it spikes our insulin. So yep. our blood sugars get out of whack. Absolutely. And insulin is our fat storing hormone. So as and, and also to remember during sort of midlife and menopause, we're often going through a lot of stressors. So yes. you know, the dynamics of our relationship with our significant other might be changing. Yes. You know, children have left the home. You have to deal with being an empty nester. For me, that was horrendous because yeah. I was designed to be a mum. And of course, I'm always going to be a mum. But not having them here at home all the time is just like, they're my babies. So yeah. now I've got lots of fur babies and uh, <laughs> that helps. But, you know, there's so many transitions. And then 
I think also we lose a sense of our identity. Yes, um, you know, we start to age. And I think you know, looks aren't everything, but they do count. You know, you want to feel like you don't want to feel like you're going out looking like a wrinkled bag of potatoes. And sometimes no matter what you do, you just think, Ugh, and it's so frustrating. And um, by managing our cortisol levels, by working out, by keeping ourselves fit, we're automatically helping to manage our uh, blood sugar levels and our, how our insulin is reacting. And when you, you'll find also that well, you'll know this when you work out, you it necessarily makes you make better choices about the food that you're eating and we we have to learn that we need food as fuel and not as an emotional support if you need an emotional support go and hug someone yeah don't don't hug and eat the cake (laughs) exactly just phone a friend get have a bath do some sense of self-care read a personal development book or listen to a podcast that's going to lift you up but don't allow your fridge and your pantry to be your emotional support because it's the wrong way allow it to be the support that fuels you because when you're feeding your body and your brain with healthy food then you're going to make better decisions you're going to sleep better you're you're going to have more energy you know that the whole lot is interlinked but also when we're eating better it helps to keep our hormones in balance too um If we can eat more vegetables, a lot of vegetables have phytoestrogens in them. So as our estrogen levels are, are collapsing, you know, eating more vegetables helps to support our estrogen levels. Yeah. It's all interlinked. There's not one. There's not one size that fits all. But also we have to we have to remember this is a jigsaw puzzle. It's not one piece that's going to make the difference. We have to, we can start with one piece and build upon that. You know, let one habit become a healthy habit and then add more habits onto that. But it's so important that we we realize look, this is our one life. Life is precious. We can see what's going on out there in the world at the moment. And it really makes you realize flip and neck. We need we so need to be taking responsibility for our lives and making the most of every single day that we have because it's nothing guaranteed. So what's the point of living? if you're not going to live your best mm-hmm. no you're 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 so right again really um the 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 fact that we need to take those the, into consideration the hormone changes and all those different shifts um you know they all have an impact on how you're feeling and then you throw into the equation as i've just said those estrogen levels changing and you know you you've kind of got a recipe a recipe for the disaster that a lot of people um people are feeling yeah. Um, I I wonder because, you know, for me, Kate, I was, as I said, I was always active, but for me, it was always about, uh, again, you know, it's um, <laughs> it's that thing about what we're fed, what our brains and minds are fed by, by um, you know, advertising and socials and all the rest of it. And when I was, uh, when I was growing up and I was young, it was always about kind of looking, um, you know, as skinny as you possibly could. There was never any um, anything else that a woman ever did in terms of exercise other than cardio. So you were either a runner or you yeah. ran, on, ran on the treadmill or you did an aerobics class or you did a step class. Um, but never once ever did I step foot in on the in the weight section. And it was hugely into it still is actually today um, still can be very, very intimidating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm and I'm I'm still not confident enough um to to do that I had to change the exercise I was doing because I was I actually was it my running was causing me pain and I couldn't run anymore 
Um, I couldn't do tennis anymore. So I actually had to change the exercise I was doing. And I had to, again, learn what I needed to do that was better for me. Um, Now, what type of fitness routine do you think that benefits women going through menopause, all women now anyway, but particularly going through or beginning their perimenopausal journey or in their early 30s and stuff like that? I completely understand what you're saying because were you talking about like the 1980s when everybody was stick thin and oh, um, used to wear yeah. leg warmers and knit, knit oh and... yeah they're all coming back Kate they're coming yeah, back yeah and like you know it's just like oh god thank goodness nobody had had like mobile phones in those days so there's no sort of like picture <laughs> proof of it the but shiny, now I the shiny shiny lycra with the leotards yeah. and the, yes anyway again a conversation for another day <laughs> I mean, I studied modern languages, so I took myself, I left home when I was 17, I went to France and Germany, so I could learn the languages before I went to university, I was an au pair, and I remember going to Germany thinking, I really should start to do some, like, strength training, because um, I was doing loads of walking, a little bit of running, but it wasn't really doing what I wanted it to do, and I remember going into this gym and just thinking, I'm never going back there again, I was the only woman, and I didn't know how to use the machines, and all the boys stared at me, and it was just like, no way, I am not doing that. Exactly. So um, I remember that really clearly, and it was yeah. intimidating. And what I do, I, I I know you work out in the gym. I do all mine at home, which I love because yeah. I it's in the privacy of wherever I do it. But for for certainly for women in in on in general, but also specifically through the menopause, our bone density decreases massively as yes. when we go through the menopause. Yeah. And you know, you hear of brittle bone disease, osteo- osteopenia, the, the yeah. softening of the bones, osteoporosis. And it's we have to take action to avoid that sort of thing. We need to look after our joints. And yeah. most of the joints of the body are synovial and yes. movement encourages the the um the creation of synovial fluid within the joint. It helps yeah. to oil the joints. Yeah. So strength training weight bearing exercises are the most important thing for us to do mm-hmm. as we're going through the menopause and beyond and also if we don't use our muscles they will atrophy they they won't just stay like they are they'll start to get smaller and weaker which then affects our tendons and our ligaments and you know we we then run the risk of injury so we really need to be looking at i i would say some strength training three times a week and then short bursts of hit cardio so high intensity interval training yeah probably one or two times a week because again with the the hit training the important thing is is that we're not spiking our cortisol level that stress mm. hormone mm. too much mm. so we want to do it in short bursts which then doesn't set up that reaction in our body of us hanging on to belly fat because a lot of ladies i talk to they say oh i just can't get rid of the belly fat actually it's probably because of their cortisol levels we have four times the amount of receptors for cortisol around our belly than we do in any other part of our body Mm. so when you're stressed when you're doing the wrong kind of exercise because people say oh i'm doing like two hours of exercise and it's killing me and i don't know what to do it's like well that is why your cortisol levels are like through the roof even though you're technically doing exercise which technically should be keeping yourself fit when we hit uh, menopause we need to really cut down the amount of cardio do it in short intensive bursts and also incorporate strength training and also allow days for rest rest and recuperation is really important too yeah yeah it, it you you know that that is um i think a perfect kind of balance really and the other thing that i i find as well is you know the questions that i get 
quite a lot are yes around the belly fat and everything and again the two hours of exercise and lots of running and high court you know that's exactly the same but it's also that thing of um yeah but i i i don't want to do weights because i'll get very muscular yeah. Um, and then I explain to them the, the, the weights I'm lifting and I do actually have a gym at home. I do work out most of the time at home. Um, and which is, again, was amazing for me. Suddenly real realization two years ago with COVID that I actually could create a gym at home. But, you yeah. know, when I explain to them the weights that I'm lifting, um, whether that be a deadlift or whether it be, you know, it, it core compound exercises that are yeah. benefiting me all over, they're completely staggered that, sorry hold on a minute that's what you're yes and can you see my mama do I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger no I don't look like a bodybuilder so there I mean do you find that that's that that you you get you hear that a lot as well I do some sometimes not as much normally it's the belly fat but it's a really valid point to raise because I think women do think well I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger well you you won't because we don't have the amount of testosterone in our bodies the reason men get so muscular is because they've got much more testosterone. Now, yeah. sometimes through menopause, you can get an imbalance where you've, you know, your sort of sex, female sex hormones have fallen faster than the testosterone levels, yes. which is when you might be getting like male pattern baldness and acne yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. But on the whole, we don't have those testos- the amount of testosterone. So all you will do is create really lovely looking, lean, long muscles that are mm. going to support your, your skeletal frame yeah. And, and your posture and, and, you know, if your posture is good, your digestive system's going to work better. Your exactly. breathing is going to work better. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to have the aches and pains. You're not going to get the neck issues. You're not going to get the dowager's hump. You know, when we see so many people these days where they're humped forward because we're yeah. all sat at desks That's and we're looking at our mobile phones. Yeah. Um, it's no, you, uh, that should be the least of somebody's concern is the fact mm. that they might get bulked up. Mm. And, you know, from what I've found is actually that using strength training is and and the type of training you you know you suggested hip training and strength training um they really help with everyday full range of motion within yeah. our joints and our body so you know for example i would say to people you know when you're when you're doing a squat um you know that's you sitting sitting down standing up sitting down standing up how many times a day do you do that if you're lifting you know if you're carrying a weight and you're doing a, a you know a, a, a shoulder press that's you putting something into your cupboard. You know, yeah. these are these are all actions that we we sh- you know we do all the time, and they're just helping to um, make that range of motion in our body a lot more accessible um, yeah. as well. Would you would you recommend? Because uh, one of the things I did have to do, Kate, actually, was with the strength training. I did really have to balance it out with um, yoga, and I and I I. Uh, I'm an Ashtanga yoga practitioner so again typical of my um, character Um, you know a little bit kind of crazy uh, wants something to challenge me Um, but actually now five years on it's the challenge is just to breathe and to not to reduce cortisol levels in in um, what could be perceived as a difficult position so for example standing on your uh, head upside down on headstand or balancing on your arms or you know any of those kinds of things which are uh, could be stressful positions, the uh, situations. It's now bringing the breath back into that situation. Do you do you ever kind of feel that that's a good balance to have something, some kind of yoga uh, or mindfulness? I think it's a fantastic balance to have. Mm. I struggle with yoga. I do mm. do it occasionally, but then I 
what I would tend to do is like um, a, a proper rest, uh, roll and release workout. So yeah. I find like active stretching sessions are yeah. for me more beneficial. Yeah. Um, I do work my breath when I'm doing my exercises because I think yes. you know you can particularly like ab ab work, core yes. work. You get so much more out of it when you're exactly. using your breath effectively. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I am use. I've tried it. I'm useless at meditating, and I'm not great at yoga purely because it just doesn't suit my brain. I, I yeah. prefer the more dynamic stuff, if I dare yes. call it more dynamic. Um, and when I'm, you know, I get my peace when I, I walk every day out in nature, and that's when yeah. I get my brain off moments. Yes. Um, yeah. But I do. I, th I think if you can incorporate yoga. Or, or intentional stretching and mobility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think, that, I mean, right now, my thoracic spine, I don't think it's ever had more rotation in it. And mm. I'm 51. And that's just doing the the uh, cool down sessions after the workouts that I yeah. do, or like doing an intentional uh, cool um, stretch session, maybe once a week at the weekend, yeah. and a roll and release session. And that makes a massive difference. But I, what, however we do it, yes. we have to take time for you know making sure that mobility that yes. stability and that flexibility is an integral part to our fitness because again as we get older we lose our balance we how many how many injuries are there of people mm. um bending over to pick a pen up off the floor and they put their back out yeah 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 totally absolutely you know, totally yeah the types of injuries we see these days are just ridiculous compared to what mm -hmm. they used to be a couple of generations ago because we've, we're so sedentary yeah. but we have to counter that by looking after ourselves and, and purposefully training with the right kind of exercise that is mm -hmm. going to get us keep us strong but also mobile flexible and stable yeah yeah but a perfect combination exactly stability is so key kate i could talk to you for hours um, but I, do, <laughs> I do you know you have covered so many really valid and useful points um and your journey has been inspiring to listen to you're quite clearly a a really kind of um uh, you know forceful and wonderful uh person in the in the sense that you are kind of championing the way for women um to see that you know there is so much more we can do as opposed to sitting there and kind of being a victim as you said um yeah. before we you know the couple of things before we close um what i all ask all the podcast um guests is if they could just share with our listeners um one positive lifestyle habit that you have that you do that you cherish mm -hmm. and that you really find invaluable um it would i suppose if i had to choose oh it's a difficult one because i want i want to say believe because it all starts with mindset believe that you can do it yes believe that you are in control but then yeah. if it was more of a, a physical habit it's it's move your body because it is just so invite it, it is yeah. so important but make sure you move it in the right way move yeah. it with intention don't yeah. just move it willy-nilly because that's like throwing spaghetti at the wall you know <laughs> learn how to move it correctly for yes. menopause and beyond yeah oh wonderful thank you so much and now kate if people would like to know more about you where can they find you where is the best place to kind of find what find out more about what you do 
yeah i'm most active really on instagram it's kate hartley uk and and also on youtube i share all my menopause mondays on on youtube as well and again that's kate hartley uk okay perfect kate thank you so much for joining us and it's really been a pleasure to talk to you and get to know you a little bit more thank you likewise thanks so much for having me Thank you so much for listening in. If you have any questions about our Don't Pause for Menopause course, our products, or need some advice in general, please just send us a message and we would be glad to help. You can find us on Instagram at Mirrors Made From Scratch, on Facebook at Mirrors MFS, and our website, mirrorsmadefromscratch.co.uk.